Hi, everybody. Welcome to Living Life.、Uh, today is May 23rd, and our topic at hand is God's merciful discipline. We're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 5. And as we get into this reflection today,、uh, let's consider the word discipline. What does the word discipline mean to you? What does the word discipline mean to most people? Most people think that in the parenting context, that discipline means、uh, when you do something wrong, that Uh, your parent spanks you or punishes you. But the fact of the matter is, discipline isn't necessarily judgment or spanking, but discipline is training. Discipline is living your life in a certain way where you get up early in the morning and you train and you're committed. And the fact of the matter is, you and I, as disciples of the Lord Jesus, God wants us to live. A lifestyle of godly discipline where we are committed, where we make the extra effort, where we sacrifice, where we put God first, and not to take the easy way. So, in today's story, we're going to look how God trains his people, right? Challenges his people to be committed and to go the extra mile. So, God's merciful discipline. So let's look at the scripture in Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 5, verses 10 through 19. Go through her vineyards and ravage them, but do not destroy them completely. Strip off her branches, for these people do not belong to the Lord. The people of Israel and the people of Judah have been utterly unfaithful to me, declares the Lord. They have lied about the Lord. They said, He will do nothing, no harm will come to us, we will never see sword or famine. The prophets are but wind, and the word is not in them, so let what they say be done to them. Therefore, this is what the Lord God Almighty says. Because the people have spoken these words, I will make my words in your mouth of fire, and these people the wood it consumes. People of Israel, declares the Lord, I am bringing a distant nation against you, an ancient and enduring nation, a people whose language you do not know, whose speech you do not understand. Their quivers are like an open grave, all of them are mighty warriors. They will devour your harvests and food, devour your sons and daughters. They will devour your flocks and herds, devour your vines and fig trees. With the sword, they will destroy the fortified cities in which you trust. Yet even in those days, declares the Lord, I will not destroy you completely. And when the people ask, Why has the Lord our God done all this to us? you will tell them, As you have forsaken me and served foreign gods in your own land, so now you will serve foreigners in a land not your own. That was an amazing scripture we just read through in Jeremiah chapter 5, and I can't wait to get into it. You know, God's people were a people of discipline. I want you to think about that. They were slaves in Egypt for 400 years, 
And when God brought them out into the desert for 40 years, he was training them, right? He was challenging them. When they crossed the river Jordan into the promised land with Joshua, they were a well-trained army. They were a well-trained people. They put God first. They fasted. They prayed. They marched. You know, they did a lot of amazing things. And over the years, they got a little bit lazy. You know, over the years, as their nation grew and they built cities and palaces and they developed their society and their civilization, they became comfortable. They became entitled. You know, God had blessed them so much that the people of God eventually lost their discipline. It's like a soldier that doesn't run anymore. It's like a soldier that doesn't exercise. It's like a soldier that doesn't get up in the morning. It's like a soldier that doesn't train to fight. The people of God became entitled. And their attitude was this. We're blessed. God is with us. God is on our side. Nothing can hurt us. No one's going to invade us. We can do whatever we want. We're God's chosen people. We're blessed. We're entitled. And basically, they went down the wrong road. Now, I don't know about you, but doesn't that remind you of today? Doesn't that remind you today of the church? Doesn't that remind you today of this generation? We have so many people today that are running around so entitled, so blessed, so prosperous, that we've become undisciplined. And because the people of God became undisciplined, God had to send His discipline. God had to send, as the topic is entitled here, merciful discipline. And God uses the metaphor or the illustration of the vineyard. He compares His people to a vineyard that needs to be pruned. It's a lot like John 15, Jesus teaching that He is the vine, we are the branches, right? And God is the gardener. And whom God loves, He prunes. So I want you to think about this. When you and I go through a season of pruning, when we experience hurt or loss or pain or discomfort or suffering, where we feel that we are being pruned and it's really hard. And the reason the gardener prunes the plant is so the plant can produce more fruit, so the plant can grow, so the plant can be productive. When we go through pruning, uh, sometimes we don't realize that the reason we're being pruned is because we've gotten lazy, we've gotten sloppy, we've gotten sleepy, we've become carnal, we've become sinful. There's a lot of distractions in our life. We fall in temptation. We end up doing and thinking and saying things that we shouldn't say. And you know what God does to bring us back on board? You know what God does to bring them back to Himself? He allows... It's his permission, just like he gave, I hate to say his name, Satan permission to uh, test Job. God allows that merciful discipline to bring us back to him. And that's exactly what he did to the people of God. But the people of God were so far off. They had false prophets that even the false prophets were saying, nothing can harm us. We're God's chosen people. We're bulletproof. Wrong. So God, through Jeremiah, told the people that he was going to allow another nation to come in and prune them. Uh, and we believe that nation was Babylon. And this is the time when the Jewish people 
were taken to Babylon as slaves. It's kind of like a reminder. Remember when you were in Egypt and you were slaves and you really needed me? Well, guess what? The Babylonians are going to come in. They're going to take you as slaves. And then you're going to cry out to me. Then you're going to really need me. So the Babylonians did come in. And I love this about, you know, this story and God's merciful um, discipline is that the Babylonians did come in and they wreaked havoc. They waged war. They burned down the wall. They burned down the temple. They killed people. They took people as slaves. But God said this. His promise was they will not destroy all of you. God will leave a remnant. God will protect that core. God will protect a certain amount of people that stayed faithful. He will protect a certain amount of people so that the people of God would not be destroyed from the face of the planet. And that's exactly what happened. Yes, the people of God were taken away to Babylon, but you know the end of the story? They came back, they rebuilt the temple, they rebuilt the wall. I've researched this, I've studied this in the Bible. Uh, and after that, the people of God never went back to idolatry. They never went back to other gods. So this is a good lesson. This is a good reflection for all of us. Uh, God allows pruning to happen in our lives. And when you go through pruning, my friend, it's because He loves you, He wants you to grow spiritually, and He wants you to bear more fruit. So let's close this uh, lesson for today. You know, as we pray today, it's so important that we spend a couple of moments in reflection. You know, asking the Lord, you know, what is it right now in my life, in your life, that the Lord needs to prune? You know, what is it in our lives that the Lord needs to allow a certain discipline, godly discipline, to happen in our lives? And right now, you might be going through something. You might be going through a challenge in your work or in your ministry or in your life, financial, physical, with family. You might be going through something really hard and really difficult. Don't get depressed. Don't get discouraged, okay? God allows those things to happen so we can turn back to Him, so we could rely on Him. God wants us to trust Him, to need Him, uh, to love Him. And uh, let's, just, let's just allow God to do what He needs to do in our lives. So let's pray right now. So Heavenly Father, God, I want to pray for the audience today. I want to lift them up. If any of our listeners, our viewers, Lord God, are just going through a time of pruning, I know it's hard. I know it's difficult, I know it's painful, but at the end of the day, it's to bring us back to you. So Father God, forgive us of our sins, forgive us for our distractions, forgive us for being entitled or just um, being beneficiaries of your blessing, but not being open to your will and to doing your will in our lives. So Father God, we repent, we come back to you, we trust you, we lean on you, you are our God, we have no other gods, and we are your children. So shape us as you, as you see fit. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, lifting up our and stepping in closer, see Jesus.